Market Fresh. On the Aggie Sports Network. From Learfield IMG College. Aggie Basketball has been brought to you by Guild Mortgage. Own what matters. Zions Bank. We haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. The Logo Shop. We logo stuff. Also by Icon, empowering a more active, balanced lifestyle. Welcome to Aggie Postgame. Here's Scott Gerard. Utah State has now won nine in a row, 7-0 in conference play. As Utah State gets the W and now 7-0 in conference play, and they have not lost, uh, they have not won a game Uh when the point differential has been 10 or less. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're winning going away, which is uh, – and, and today was a good game. I mean, that was a close game. Um, you know, the score kind of – there's a little bit of extension there uh, in the middle of the second half, which is indicative of, of games in the spectrum. But, um, yeah, the Aggies are, are, are learning how to um, – to run away with games and and put their kind of their foot on necks. I hate to use that that old, old slogan, but they're finding ways to to really put the hammer down when it's uh, when it's necessary, and that's that's what good winning teams do. So with the Aggies' victory over the Aztecs, and frankly, let's be honest here, Aztecs were able to cut it to what five, I think, in the second yeah. half. But for the most part, this game was never really in doubt. No, I mean it's it's only because it was the Aztecs you kind of had that uh, that gritty feeling in the bottom of your stomach uh, just because they can score in bunches. But de- defensively, right now the Aggies are are, are uh, I mean top class. I, I I mean you'd be hard pressed to find teams that play as hard as they do and as solid as they do, you know, in the nation. And I think um, you know when you have a, a defensive base like that. And their offense has come around, uh, you know, as their outside shooting is starting to improve. Brock Miller shooting it a little bit better. You know, uh, we've got Ashworth, you know, chipping in and Worcester chipping in um, from the outside. That really frees up um, Utah State to throw the ball into Nene and let him do his thing. And my goodness, has his game uh, changed to what it was, what we had expected it to be right now. You know, he started out the season just a little bit slow, but boy, he's explosive and and uh, creating shots for his teammates again. Great, great assist to turnover ratio. Yeah, unbelievable job by the Aggies. Really was, and it was really fun to see uh, how this team really came together. Um, they end up holding the Aztecs overall for the game uh, to 31% from the field. Yeah, I mean, they, they, uh, they didn't allow anything in the paint. Um, a few little one-on-one um, ISO plays. Um, but yeah, Nimi did a great job of, of even, you know, all, all of Nathan uh, Mensa's shots were, were outside the little left-handed hooks and jump shots. Um, just really good job of, of pushing them and forcing them to shoot threes. And, and 5 for 21 from the game beyond the arc for the Aztecs was really their, um, you know, the dagger uh, in, in this game for them. So going down the stat line, let's look at Utah State. Winners of this game, win, winning this game, fifty-seven to forty-five. Utah State shoots on the game, forty-three um, percent from the field, and one of their better games from three, thirty-nine percent from three. Just a tremendous defensive performance. These guys are just playing some great, great defense. Yeah, they really are. And uh, you know, I think uh, they may have only had nine three-point shots, 
made, um, but they're timely three-point shots. I mean, when when um, when we're really when we're really in need of a, of an outside shot or, or um, somebody to come through, you know, we've got uh, just timely three-point shots by Brock, and then again Ashworth. Um, but yeah, you can't talk enough about the defense that's creating good offense. The uh, the Aggies right now, and uh, we just uh, I just had. Uh, Somebody who, uh, let's just say, might be the athletic director at Utah State just made mention of, hey, enough of San Diego State being talked about as the best defensive team in the Mountain West. That's this team right here. Yeah, I mean, no doubt about it. And, uh, you know, it shows when you go head-to-head and, and uh, you're able to hold a team to, to that low of a shooting percentage, 30, 31.5%, and hold them under 50 points. Um, tremendous effort. I mean, stats don't lie. Uh, also, the scoring output for Utah State. Uh, Namiyash Keda had 16, or excuse me, 14 points in the night. But your leading scorer, be the man we'll talk to in the postgame show. That was Brock Miller, who had 16 points. Justin Bean with four points, four rebounds, three assists, two block shots, and two steals. Came close to having himself a five by five night tonight. Well, I mean, yeah, all, all all around effort, and he's just such a like a stable base for the Aggies. Uh, Brock Miller, as we mentioned, 16 points, uh, 5 of 11 from the field, 4 of 10 from 3, 2 for 2 uh, from the free throw line. Uh, Raleigh Wooster with 5 points. Raleigh had two buckets he made in the game tonight. He made the first bucket of the game for Utah State, and he made the last bucket on the game for Utah State. Those were his two made field goals tonight. That's what you need, a starter and a finisher. Yep. Perfect. Uh, there you go. Marco <laughs> Anthony, uh, you know what, didn't score a lot tonight. Only had a bucket on one of four from the field. He had five rebounds, two assists, and he also had a steal. But I thought defensively he was just elite tonight. <laughs> if you didn't go there, I was going to clip your legs as we yeah. walked out because you and I have started to really recognize individual defensive efforts, and that's new to me. I didn't really pay attention to defense a lot. Um, but on this team, and I thought today – you know he had he had some really key moments on 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 Pulliam, um, and and on some matchups that um, even on Mitchell for a while there and he just really put the clink clink down on him and I mean we need a defensive player of the game and it's hard to give it not to give it to Nimi but today I thought as you did uh, Marco was tremendous and a lot of times the offensive stats may not show what a great game individuals have you know and he's one of those guys too that I think has done a really good job of knowing when he needs to get the offense going. And then also knowing when other guys have got that, I need to lock down defensively. Yeah, and he's a different type of offensive player. You know, he missed that first three-point shot, but he's really he's really a slasher, right? He's kind of a he's a kind of a bowling ball in the lane. He gets yeah. himself in there and bounces off folks and finishes kind of in odd ways. But today it wasn't that type of game with Mensa in there. Yeah, this know, may not be the best team to do that against. Exactly. Yeah. And I think he just uh, has done a great job of recognizing that. But again, just uh, what a winner, right? Winners find ways to help their team win, whether it's uh, scoring 50 points or, or uh, you know, keeping the opponent down. Uh, so we t- talked a little bit about uh, Marco Anthony. Sean Bearstow had some really good first half moments. Two of three from the field. He ended up with five points. Stephen Ashworth uh, with five points in 16 minutes. And he is, and, and I want to I, I, I want to say this in a way that does not sound disrespectful for him, but he's a gnat out there. Like he just is annoying everybody out there. He leads to fouls because guys get upset and they end up knocking him down and he draws fouls and probably should have had more calls 
that, that were you know yeah. that were enforced against him. But for the most part, I just I look at this guy and he's just he's a troublemaker out there for teams. Yeah, and I, and I think that's a that's a good way to put it. Um, and you know what he does that 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 you need to be impressed with. And and if you had to have a chance to watch him, is he puts his body on the line, right? He's not afraid. Uh, to take hard charges and and uh, run in on rebounds and climb on backs. I mean, he is a he physically he really does put himself through a beating, and and you've got to respect that. Um, and when you're not the biggest and tallest player on the court, you you better find a way to make yourself important, and that's what he's done. Uh, Alfonso Anderson had six points, two huge threes to really push Utah's lead from. Five to six to thirteen, where it went into the second half. Yeah, and and uh, he's just playing with such confidence now. I thought today defensively he did a great job as well. But you know he missed uh, two two jumpers that were probably in his mind gimmies. I mean they're not easy shots for the rest of us, but not to get himself down. Instead he just jumps up and and makes. I mean useful useful threes. I mean we needed him at that point. Final score in this Utah State gets the victory, fifty-seven to forty-five. Let's pause 10 seconds for local stations to identify themselves on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. From the Carrier HVAC studio, this is KZNSFM Colville, KZNSAM Salt Lake City, 975-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hey, big thank you tonight to USU Credit Union. They are our game sponsor. That's USU Credit Union. Take a break. Come back. We continue on with your post-game show. Hope to be able to hear from Brock, uh, Brock Miller a little, little bit later on. Craig Smith. It's all straight ahead on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Down to two and a dunk. Bean. Then back to Miller. Miller for three. Yes! Brock Miller, right wing three. Buries it. We're all tied up at seven apiece. Just one of the many big shots tonight from Brock Miller. Leads the team in scoring tonight with, uh, or actually 14 points on the night tonight. Uh, Brock, or no, Brock with 16, Namish with 14 on the night. Uh, Namish with 16 rebounds, a 14 and 16 night for Namish Kata, my goodness. Uh, but Brock Miller, big shots in the first half, carried over in the second half. Really big statement W for Utah State tonight, 57-45. And Brock, congratulations, heck of a game tonight, man. Hey, thank you, appreciate it. So there was, uh, there were there were some people out there chirping that were saying, "Well, Utah State's won six in a row, mm-hmm. but you know what? They've done so against teams that are struggling this year, and let's see what happens when they play a really good team." Well, mm-hmm. you played a really good team tonight, and you still won by double digits. Yeah, for sure. It was a. I think Mimi had a huge game for us. I mean, holy cow, rebounding like that—that's crazy. But um, yeah, I think you know coming into this game, the biggest thing was you know what, what can we do defensively against this team? You know, San Diego State's a really good team. They have a lot of weapons, a lot of great shooters, so, and, they, and their big guy is really good too. So it was important for us to maintain that and to, to make sure that we're all in the right position to, to guard them. So I thought that we did really well. Um, I think they had uh, the longest winning streak uh, in the NCAA, yeah, right? Thir- 13 consecutive road, game, road wins. Road wins, game. that's right. Yeah. So that, that was big for us to come out and do what we did tonight against a good team. They're well coached. I mean, they've had a rich tradition. Uh, so, you know, coming out and, and, and playing the way that we did was big. And, you know, the crazy thing is I think we can be even better, too, uh, when it comes down. I think we had 18 turnovers as a team, and it's something we can tighten up. But overall, I mean, you can't take games like this, you know, for, for granted, and we don't. You know, they're, San Diego State's a great team, and that was a great win for us. So, uh, you know, I thought it was a mirror image defensively. I thought both teams played 
-hmm. so so similar. How was it, um, you know, on the offensive end, uh, a few errant passes because of their length? Yeah. But just talk a little bit about on the offensive side. I mean, we're the two best defensive teams in the league. Uh, in San Diego State's, you know, they they've always been great defensively, and what they do in, in being in the gaps, and they're long and athletic, mm-hmm. and they get into the ball. You know, they had a lot of tips, a lot of deflections, and you know that that disrupts you a little bit on the offensive end, and they they do a good job with that. They're well coached that way, and they they can all guard the ball, and they do a good job. So it's important for us, to, you know, to keep moving, keep playing inside out, to kind of just free us up there on the perimeter. Um, but yeah, it's. It's a it's a little different. It's funny you play against some teams where they play the matchup zone, you know, Air Force, New Mexico, and then you go and you play teams like this. It's so it's really random. So it's it's good for us though. You know, I think that we responded well, um, even though you know we had a lot of turnovers that we can tighten up. But uh, you know, it's good to get a feel for that too going yeah. into next game. So is this the best defense you faced all year? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that you're able to shoot the ball reasonably well against this team, uh, you win it by 12. I think it just goes to show you, you know, where how this team has progressed throughout the course of the year. Yeah, I mean, if you look at our first uh, three, four games, you know, compared to now, we're a completely different team. Yeah, and uh, you know, we've just we've just kind of meshed. We've come together. I mean, we just. You know, not making excuses, but, you know, having eight, seven, eight new guys, you know, it, it takes time to really, you know, with the COVID stuff and not having the ability to do a lot of the summer stuff and get together and get to know each other that way. It took us a couple games, but, you know, we figured it out. And now we're playing really well together, moving, sharing the ball. And the, the cool thing is, is, you know, on any given night, anybody can go off. Yeah. You know, it's not, you know, we, we, all, we all play for each other and it's, it's, it's fun basketball. I want, I want to talk about toughness. I mean, Scotty and I mentioned this game had the feel of a Mountain West tournament game the way the refs were calling it. Mm-hmm. It was a physical game. It was. But I thought we came out on top of that. How did it feel on the court? It felt good, you know, and obviously again, games like these against San Diego State, the toughest team wins when it, when it comes down to it. And, you know, and I thought that, you know, we did a good job with that in responding to the way that they play defense and rebounding. Um you know, but yeah, overall, it's just it's a good win for us. And like I said, San Diego State's good. They're going to come ready to play on Saturday, so we got to come ready to play again. You know, it's it's crazy how these back-to-back games work. You look a lot in the league and all over the country. You know, whether you win or you lose, a lot of times it's flip-flop the next game. So yeah. we just got to come ready to go. Yeah, yeah, because you know you're going to get their best shot. Exactly, they're, they're going to be a salty bunch mm-hmm. coming into this game. Uh, by the way, this is the lowest scoring output <laughs> since for uh, San Diego State since. November 21st, 2015, they That's scored crazy. 43 points in a loss to Little Rock. That's crazy. You know, what's really impressive, like you've you've held the last four <laughs> teams you've played. Now, granted, that's actually three teams, but yeah. uh, but to 20 points or less mm-hmm. in the first half. I think you're really, really getting games off to a right start defensively. And and, and I, I, is that just an attitude thing, or, or where does that come from? Just a Or, or just great scheme, or what, what is that? Yeah, I mean, it's attitude, it's it's energy, it's our communication. And when you got a big guy like Namiyash Keita protecting the paint like yeah. that and, and your captain talking guys through things, it makes your job a whole lot easier. You know, if I get if a guy blows by me, I have confidence that the dude's getting a shot blocked. You know, so it's it's good to have – have him in the interior and then all of us around. I mean, we've all improved so much defensively and we're just really connected and we just talk really well. So, you know, we know where each other's at. We know our switches. We know, 
you know, when we're doubling, when we're not doubling, um, when we need to help and when we not need to help. You know, I think we just do a good job just communicating. We've really, we've really grown um, the past few months. I will that. say this though: you say if a guy gets blows past you. Not a lot of guys are blowing past you. Um, yeah. You're, you're playing really well defensively. i got to imagine you're taking a lot of pride in that. Yeah, I appreciate that. And that's one thing I've been wanting to focus on, too, and just uh, expanding my game. That's one big part. And I think, you know, the coaches need that. Um, especially, you know, this is my third year with Smith um, and my fourth year here at Utah State. So it's important for me to make sure that I can be that guy that they can trust and be consistent with that, uh, being a veteran player. So. Well, Brock, we appreciate it, man. Congratulations, yeah. and uh, let's uh, let's let's do it again on Saturday. Okay? Yes, sir. Thank I you. Say, I say to Let's like we, you and I. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're 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 not involved. We'll see it. Yeah. We'll see you early in the yeah. morning on Saturday. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Hey, do you like that? Does that matter at all? Oh, to you? I love that, man. Oh, really? I'm early to bed and early to rise. That's, oh, okay. That's me. Nice. So it's perfect for me. Well, sounds good. Utah all State right. gets it done. That's Brock Miller. Take a break. Come back. We continue on with your post game show next on the Aggie Sports Network from Lear. Ashworth in three and knocks it down. They're going to say, call it, I believe, a two, but they said, watch the clock, we'll or watch that video, we'll come back and see it. Ashworth, Ashworth gets around Gomez, flicks it to Bearstow, Bearstow for three, yes! Sean Bearstow buries the three, and the Aggies get that three ball back, lead by four, 14 to 10, 9.47 left to go here in the first half. Utah State with another W tonight, 57-45, 12-point victory, as the Aggies have now won nine in a row and 7-0 in conference play. And uh, this one, look, Utah State led by 13 at the break. Uh, San Diego State was able to whittle it down to five. Uh, but for the most part, every time you, uh, San Diego State make a run, Aggies would respond right back. Yeah, I mean, um, again, we it, because it's solid defense, right? It's the one thing you can always rely on, and defense travels, as they say, meaning that road games or home games, you can, if you can always count on your defense, um, you've got that, uh, that stability. And, man, when the Aztecs made a run, Again, the Aggies just made a little adjustment defensively and, and put the clink clinks on them. I like that. Clink clinks. Yeah. Yeah, clink clink. Yeah. <laughs> well, I will say this. This is a team that just is uh, is playing so well right now, and I think all of us were waiting to see what would happen when they played against a high-level opponent, and they certainly got that tonight. Yeah, they sure did. And, I mean, San Diego State's got some firepower. Now, without Malachi Flynn, they kind of that, – that penetrating player that, that would – that would uh, create so much havoc isn't out there. But, you know, I, I think they've got that in, in, in Pullman as he starts to – did I say that right? Pullian. Pullian, sorry. Yeah. It didn't sound right when it came out. I apologize. Um, you know, they're, they're starting to get that um, flow. But they are, they are such a long and strong and athletic team that, um, you know, I think this only boosts the confidence both within the Aggie Nation yeah. and nationally. There's some attention that needs to be shifted. Well, I mean, let's look at this San Diego State team. Um, let's see, they beat Irvine, or they beat UCLA, 73-58. UCLA, and I don't know about tonight, but UCLA is undefeated in yeah, Pac-12 in Pac play. Yeah, I didn't see the score either, but um, that was a great win, right, to start the season. Yeah, they beat Pepperdine by five. They blew out Arizona State. Uh, they did lose against BYU. Um, they blew out St. Mary's by 25, 26 points. Um, and their only loss was when they blew a – what, a 26-point lead to Colorado State? Yeah, which was, uh, re re I mean, national news, right? I yeah. mean, that just doesn't happen. Discount Tire has locations in Logan, Providence, and Smithfield. Discount Tire offices services such as oil changes, emissions, alignments, car maintenance, and more. More information is available at webtires.net. 
Aggies get the W tonight. Final score in this one is the Aggies get the win, 57-45 on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. And Mitchell's able to come away with it. Wooster's able to come away with the steal against Mitchell. Attacking, down low to Bearstow, lays it up and in. Wow. Underneath, reverse layup, up and in. Wow. What a move against Mensa. Mensa got caught guarding air. Well, the bar's set high when you're <laughs> when you're the boy. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, Aggie basketball from Learfield IMT College. Final score on this one, 57-45. to 45. Aggies get the 12-point victory over San Diego State. I was just uh, ripping on my own call there because that was such a wild and crazy play in which uh, it looked like Mitchell's got the ball, then Wooster comes out from underneath, steals it away, and it was just remarkable play back and forth. And I looked at you as we went to break, and you're like, this is March basketball. This isn't January basketball. Yeah, I mean that was a scrum, and and it really was. It was, but uh, yeah, yeah, that was it was an unbelievable game with so many of those plays, and and uh, only the broadcaster of the year could come up with such incredible calls. Well, I don't know that, that scrambling uh, that type of scramble play, but literally, uh, it felt like we were. We were in uh, the Thomas and Mac, yeah. Um, because you know, early on, typically the referees are are hypersensitive to anything and and freedom of movement and and all of that. And yet here we get to uh, uh, we we get to this game, and it all of a sudden it's it's like a an NCAA tournament game where you know any anything any contact goes, and and it kind of felt like a pickup game almost at at points. So yeah, tough one, tough one to call, but an incredible one to watch. Well, and it really was fun to watch just because this is a team that, I mean, they took shot after shot after shot and, and, and they withstood it. I mean, this was felt like a heavy round fight here. Yeah, there were definitely some some huge exchanges, but you know you felt comfortable watching it because um, you know the Aggies just have such a good base offensively and defensively, um, you know, and that comes when you have a coach now who's been here three years um, with with players that uh, that have some stability. Um, and man, the physicality! I, I uh, this game got physical, and I wasn't worried one bit. I thought it played right into our hand because if the refs will let us play, you know, rebounding and, and around the basket, that physical, um, you know, Nimi and and uh, Justin Bean and and uh, Fonz and those guys, they're just uh, ready to match that physicality. Well, and it just it just kind of showed you uh, how this team is really built and who they are. Um, and they can handle a lot of adversity, and it was great to see that tonight. Yeah, that's that's for sure. I mean, nothing's really, uh, you know, no game's too big for them at this point, and I think that's just a huge confidence booster, uh, you know, a game like that tonight. 57-45 is the final in this one. Utah State gets the W. Take a quick break. Come back more on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Shackle, crossover dribble in the lane. Tata with the block. Out of bounds, stays with San Diego State, but Namiya's Kata's first block of the night. Kata working down low. Kata spins, up, under, lays it up and in. A rope had no chance against Namiya's Kata, who put him in the spin cycle. Well, welcome back. Uh, you, you got you got you got Coach Beckert on the line right now. The Aggies again with a with an impressive win, 57-45 uh, here on a. On a on a late night game in the spectrum, and we got uh, Coach join us in for the uh, for a little post game interview, and and Ajay as our uh, special guest hey, questioner. Oh, let me turn that on. Can't do both at the same time, I guess, huh? <laughs> uh, I I, don't, uh, it, I mean it's nine twenty, but last year at this time, I feel like last year <laughs> we had like every eight o'clock and nine o'clock start time. 
and it was always past Sam's bedtime. Um, so it, it kind of feels almost early, although uh, we got a quick turnaround. got to beat a – try to beat a – a really good team back-to-back in 36 hours, yeah. which will be the old pregame meal will be at 7.30 in the morning. And I don't <laughs> sure, uh, with it being Christmas break, I'm not sure our guys have seen 7.30 a.m. Right. <laughs> for quite some time. Yeah, Coach, impressive game tonight. I thought all around uh, start-to-finish defensive effort uh, against a really good defensive team. Your offensive effort was there. Run, run us through a little bit your, uh, your post-game thoughts. Well, you know – they're, they're just so good um, defensively. and They're a very good team, period. No doubt. But they are an elite defensive team, and we've come a long, long way from those first couple games. And, you know, we played so well defensively here the last whatever. I mean, honestly, even BYU, we played really well defensively. We just we missed some chip shots and some wide-open shots. and But it is what it is, not to bring that game up. But it was a rock fight. And I'm sure it wasn't the most aesthetically pleasing. That's the exact term I used. <laughs> oh, really? Well, yeah. you guys are starting to talk the same. Well, Uh-oh. I mean, I thought I'm just looking at the score like, gosh, a 10-point lead. Although it can happen, bang, 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 because they have three guys that can really shoot it. Mm-hmm. And you start making a couple mistakes, they just make you, you know, make you pay quickly. So to be able to be on point with that, it started with transition defense. I thought we did a really good job getting them out of transition. They kind of got loose there for a stretch in the second half, but they missed some of those threes that they make a lot of times. So we were fortunate that way. But, I mean, to hold a team like this to, like you said, Coach, 31% and 45 points, like that's hard to do. And I think the best teams um, can win in any style. So you got to be able to win a game like this. And some nights you're going to have to win a game – 95 to 90 and I think we're built to do both maybe we're not quite there with some things on the offensive end but I know we're guarding at a high level when you have Kata protecting the rim you got a guy like Bean and you know Fonz is starting to play a lot better and then our guards are really picking things up in terms of scouting reports and understand what we're trying to do and I mean Ashworth is defending now Brock Brock had a great game but as good as he was on offense he might have been better defensively yeah. you know guarding Shackle and uh, Marco tonight. And Marco was Phenomenal. very good, and he's just so hard to get around. And Raleigh can kind of do – he's a guy you can kind of put on anybody, whether it's a shooter or a driver or a good all-around player, and he'll fight you. Uh, he'll compete yeah. in the post. He'll – and so – and Berso is great length. You know, Berso is guarding Mitchell there for a stretch. And, and, and with, Mitch, with Sean's 6'8", you know, frame plus his length, it makes it tough. So – Proud of the win, man. We, you know, it's been a while since we've had a kind of a tight game, and I think we were able to learn some things about ourselves. You knew they were going to make a run. I think they outscored us ten to two to start the second, second half, right. um, and then we responded. If I remember right, Brock hit a big three, and then we kind of got our wheels under us a little bit. Thought a big key to the game, and I know this is a long run-on sentence. It was the end of that first half. Uh, Fonz made two huge threes, right, just a little bit higher than where he's shooting right now. Um, those are two monster threes. And uh, and then we got Kato the ball, and he scored a two, couple chip shots right around the basket. And we were able to get that six- to eight-point lead up to, I think it was 13, 13 at yeah. halftime. So that, that was a pivotal moment in the game. You know, offensively, there are moments where I think early second half, it kind of stuck a little bit. Yes. It got a little sticky. and then. Much. And then, but your defense keeps you into it. And you've always said, look, if you give you effort on defense – 
eventually it's going to transfer over on the offensive side. And it seemed like in the latter parts of the second half, it really started to pay off for you. Yeah, he started seeing it better, but that's what he told our guys. I mean, it was, it was, we were really stagnant. We started the game stagnant, like just a lot of standing and, and just not a lot of movement. And then we got in a great groove where um, Nimi had a good pass to Bean. We missed the layup. We missed two layups in there that were chip shots we should have made. Um, and then we got two other scores. I can't. I think Brock hit a three, and I can't remember the other one. But they were wide open shots because we were just moving. And that was one of our big keys: is being a player without the ball, because good defensive teams can get you standing a little bit. It feels like you can't get a back cut. It feels like when you screen, it's hard to get a guy open. And and I thought early in the second half we were just standing and over dribbling. It was like every time we touched it. Dribble, dribble, dribble. And guess what happens when you over-dribble against these guys? Just like you do against us, a lot of times it's a turnover because you're just dribbling for no reason. Now you're going into the traffic, and it's just like, what are we doing? And you got to be tough with the ball. And I think that's an evolution or a, a progression that young guys and, and maybe some inexperience, you, as you get older, you, you get better with that stuff. You just you get tougher with the ball. You expect the foul, not the call. You know what I mean? You just got to be better with that. And it was everybody. It was one. It was our point guard, two man. You go right down the line. It was our whole team. You know, so that, that's got to be an area we got to be much better because they're gonna, they're gonna put the hound dogs on us here uh, in 36 hours. You know what I mean? And just make us handle um, that way. And we can. We know we can. We've been good that way. Um, but it's a it's a different level of opponent. I thought tonight um, the officiating was was even on both sides. It was an extremely physical game. Scotty and I talked about like a tournament-type game it where was. the referees, it's not a November game. It was more like a March game. Talk about your players answering the bell because I thought they really, really showed up tonight, their toughness. So proud of them. And, we, you know, every time we play these guys, it is a physical, physical. <laughs> you shot two free throws, and they were yeah, technicals. They were technicals, <laughs> no question. And But I will say, like, they, those guys did a good job. Um, I thought I thought it, for the players from the player standpoint, they knew they were consistent. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like there always there's going to always be a few you miss, right? But we we kept telling our guys that we knew coming in it was going to be a physical, rugged, showing clips today from from games this year that they had. But we still we show them clips from we show, showed them a few clips from last year at home, last year at their place with our turnovers, last year in the tournament game playing with a level of physicality in the championship game. And when people think level of physicality, it's easy just to think about defense. And we certainly did that. But I thought there was a stretch on offense where it was just kind of meddling at 8 to 10, where it felt like we should, gosh, we've had some opportunities to stretch this and didn't get good shots or soft with the ball. We just weren't working hard enough on offense. And the number one thing at halftime of the title game last year that we said to our guys, and obviously it's a different team, but we got to play with physicality on offense, meaning screen people, duck in harder, sharper cuts, all those kind of things. And we did. Mm -hmm. And when you watch that game, all of a sudden we're laying the wood to people, and, and we scored 48 points in the last 22 minutes, you know, against those guys. So different game, different team, different year. We understand that. But I think that's going to be a big learning point when we're watching film is how hard you got to work on both sides of the ball to make that happen. Yeah. It's got to be that much sharper. What um, I mean, you talked about it. it's a short turnaround. It's a 11.30 a.m. game uh, coming up here in just two days. 
Uh, is there a lot of work to be done? I mean, do you do work out on the court? Do you try to take it easy on guys and just do some film stuff? How do you handle this short turnaround? Well, it, it depends on the guys, uh, to be honest. Uh, we kind of take it game by game. Um, I mean, that was a physical game. And so we will go on the floor, certainly do all of our walkthrough and all that kind of stuff. We need to sharpen up on our sets. I was disappointed with I mean, we executed certain ones really well, and in other ones we were just really sloppy. And we just got to be tighter with that stuff. So, um, um, so you know, we got to execute some of our stuff. We'll see what, uh, how they took some of our stuff away. Obviously, we know some things um, and make some adjustments that way. Um, but then those other guys that we need to get out, you know, like Fonz and Max, like those guys have been playing well. Max didn't see the floor tonight, but, man, He's starting to figure some things out in practice, which is exciting. So we'll work those guys out, right? They need the reps, you know, and just keep on getting better that way. So it just depends on our personnel, quite frankly. Coach, appreciate it. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, guys. Good win for the Aggies. Great win. Oh, Aggies! There you go. That is the head coach of the Utah State Aggies. Final in this one, 57-45. to Aggies get the seventh consecutive Mountain West Conference victory, ninth overall coach this was a fun one tonight yeah great game and and uh we'll see you shortly <laughs> yeah quick turnaround on this one aggies back at it remember uh saturday morning 11:30 a.m tip-off right here on the aggie sports network from learfield img college